Welcome to the Losing Weight with Fasting and Mindful Eating podcast. I am your host, Monika Banach, an advanced practice nurse and a weight loss coach. I am so grateful for you taking the time to listen to today's episode. In today's episode, I will be discussing the topic of alcohol overuse and why so many people are using alcohol just like food urges to deal with their emotional baggage. I'll give you a few tips on how to reprogram your brain around alcohol urges and I'll provide you with some helpful info to motivate you to rethink why you are drinking or why you want to quit drinking or decrease the amount of drinking. Before we get started, a quick disclaimer, everything discussed here is based on personal knowledge and experience. None of this is medical advice. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. So always seek the advice of your physician with any questions you may have. So I want to be transparent with you. So Drinking was a big contributor to my weight gain and also an ability to lose weight. Over the last 10 years, I used alcohol to help me deal with stress and other emotional baggage. I started off with a couple glasses of red wine in the evening when I would get home from work just to kind of unwind and de-stress from a long day at work. Then those evenings turned into three glasses per night, then one bottle per night, and sometimes in the weekends, even two bottles. Yes, the thing with alcohol is that it kind of sneaks up on you. It's very addicting. They say you take a drink and then the drink takes you because you require more and more alcohol to balance the dopamine serotonin receptors in your brain. So... We also are surrounded by constant reminders of how great alcohol is. Like it's the subconscious conditioning, like on TV, commercials, billboards. It's this like you, you watch a show and there's, you know, somebody takes that glass of wine, pours a glass of wine to unwind. And even though we don't think much of it, it conditions our brain of thinking that that is good. That brings you pleasure. When in reality, we all know that it's not perhaps maybe just a temporary pleasure, but that's pretty much all it is. So I had to get honest with myself about my drinking last year. When COVID started around March, my drinking with friends and alone got even worse. We were all thinking that we're going to die anyway, so we might as well drink and enjoy ourselves, right? How crazy is that? I mean, did this happen to you with food and alcohol? Because that surely was my issue last year. So in April 2020, when I decided to start my weight loss journey, I decided to completely stop drinking. I went about, I think, seven or eight months without a drop of alcohol. And that included my birthday celebration in April. I was so fed up with allowing food and alcohol to control me. There were times where I even questioned myself if I have a drinking problem, and it was scary thought, for sure. 
I didn't know at that point if I wanted to completely stop drinking or if I just wanted to be able to learn to drink less and be in control of my alcohol. If you believe you have a drinking problem or if you think you're an alcoholic, I would recommend seeking help as the tips that I include in this podcast will not be for you. If you're an alcoholic, stopping on your own can be quite dangerous and fatal. I have never had any serious withdrawal symptoms other than like just being hungover and having physical cravings and headache. But some serious withdrawal symptoms can include tremors, seizures, panic attacks. So I would encourage you to seek help if you do think that you might have a deeper issue with it. I want to give you some statistics from one of the books that I've read. It's probably one of my favorite books by Annie Grace. It's called This Naked Mind. I have listened to this book, I think probably like 10 times on Audible because I wanted some motivation to really kind of help me get through that phase of reconditioning my brain and the thoughts that I had about alcohol. And the statistics that she gives in the book were enough to give me motivation to stop drinking. And I still drink occasionally from time to time, but I have significantly reduced my drinking, I would say probably by 80%. And, you know, my hangovers are still like, they're so bad. Even if I drink like two drinks, they're like awful. So I'm at the point in my life where I'm considering eliminating this poison out completely out of my life because it doesn't really serve me. So if you decide to drink, plan ahead. So the decision to have a drink is conscious and it's not just using it to turn off your brain completely off or quiet your emotions. So I'm going to read some of the things that I wrote from the book I highly recommend you reading it if you are struggling with alcohol and wanting to get motivated to perhaps stop or decrease the amount you drink. So she says that it takes 10 days to eliminate alcohol from your system, 10 days to decrease the physical cravings of alcohol. Alcohol is a drug. It is the only drug that you have to make excuses as to why you don't want it. Drinking actually puts more stress and anxiety into your life. Our society makes us believe how amazing alcohol is. It is everywhere around us. We are constantly conditioned in our subconscious mind, making us believe that we need it in order to feel more social, more attractive. And it is a lie because it actually does quite the opposite. Alcohol does not help your anxiety or depression. It actually masks your anxiety and depression. Always be aware, even if you drink moderately, alcohol is very addictive. It can happen to anyone. You can be the smartest, most educated person in the world. It doesn't matter. It does not spare anyone. And be aware that you are a slave to alcohol. When you stop, you might have cravings and withdrawal symptoms. Mental cravings make it difficult to stop. Some effects of short and long term, some alcohol effects. Alcohol induces anxiety, causes diarrhea, sleep disturbances, 
sickness, vomiting, stomach problems, weight gain, brain damage in the long run, cancers, dementia, heart disease, liver disease, depression, anxiety, increased blood pressure, stomach ulcers, osteoarthritis, increases aggression, and increases breast cancer in women by 15%. 80% of deaths per year are related to alcohol abuse. It is the third largest cause of deaths in the United States. Heavy drinkers can spend $400,000 in their lifetime on alcohol. Everything that our society tells you that alcohol is the elixir of life, and without it, you will be missing a key ingredient, which is simply not true. So how come we don't call smokers smokeaholics or cocaine users coca cocaineism, whatever. What puts apart alcoholics from regular drinkers? Everyone over time can become addicted to alcohol with the right level of exposure. These are just some facts I'm reading from the book that I wrote down. So the big book, the Alcohol Anonymous Alcoholic Book, claims that the genes cause you to lose control of your drinking. Illegal drugs kill 327 people a week. Prescription drugs kill 442 people a week. And alcohol kills 1,692 people per week. So from 322 of illegal drugs to 1,692 with alcohol per week. Alcohol eventually sneaks up on you no matter how smart and successful you are. It's one of the most addictive drugs. Alcohol depresses the CNS, the central nervous system, making depression and anxiety worse. Chronic exhaustion is caused by poisoning our body with alcohol. And addiction to alcohol turns you into a loner eventually and not more social like a lot of the claims tell you about alcohol. So anyway, I just wanted to read some of those things that I wrote from the book because they did help me kind of open my mind and understand like, is this something that I want to be part of my life? Anyway, so whatever route you decide to go, whether it's just reducing alcohol intake or completely eliminating it out of your life, please let me know on my IG, DM me. I love hearing success stories and people's stories of transformation, whether it's weight loss, alcohol, or anything else. My IG handle is Monica, M-O-N-I-K-A, Banak, B-A-N-A-C-H, official. Majority of the people I work with usually have drinking and eating issues. And I suggest tackling those at the same time because they do kind of go hand in hand. They both usually come from an emotional place. We overeat or overdrink because of an emotional issues that we're trying to deal or fix. I feel like when people focus on food only, they will often reach more for alcohol to comfort their emotions. If you are trying to lose weight, And let's say you focus on fasting and eating healthy, but then on the weekends, you continue to drink a bottle or two of wine. It will be hard to make progress with weight loss. That's why I said they usually go hand in hand and it's 
best to tackle them at the same time. So let's talk about why do we have the urge to drink? Why do we get those urges? So see, oftentimes what happens is that we create this habit. We use alcohol to deal with life. We use alcohol to help us with stress. It helps us relax, perhaps become more social when we go out. And we associate alcohol with feeling good, numbing out and kind of allowing the days to fade into background. It's like the alcohol kind of turns off your life for a little bit. So when the bus wears off, we often do not think of how we will feel the next day. Feeling hungover, unproductive, missing your workouts, brain fog, trying to maybe recall what happened last night when you drank. You wake up tired because alcohol does prevent you from getting into deep sleep cycles. When you wake up the next day, the problems that you are facing that were in your thoughts Alcohol did not solve. When you drank, those problems didn't go away. They actually maybe got even more intense the next day. And the next day you get even more stressed out. And so you decide to drink to kind of repeat that phase of numbing and just kind of turning off your brain for a second so you don't have to think about stuff. So you see what happens. It kind of becomes this like drinking cycle, self-sabotage. And the only way to stop this is to break this pattern. So as much as I want to romanticize your drinking life or how much you want to romanticize your drinking life, you do have to understand that alcohol is only keeping you from living your best life. So why do we have the urge to drink? Well, in order to understand this, we have to kind of understand how our brain works Our brain is programmed to give us pleasure and avoid pain. So most of the times we associate alcohol with pleasure, at least temporary pleasure. So when you come home from work after a stressful day, your brain seeks pleasure to kind of ease that pain and stress. And you have associated pleasure with alcohol and junk food to make you feel better. So it becomes like this habit. When you have been rewarding your brain with food alcohol, it creates this neural pathway when you are suffering and it reaches out for those things. It makes you crave those things that give you temporary pleasure. So step one in stopping drinking or overeating is removing the shame from it. I can't tell you how often like people just they want to beat themselves up. Like they want to make themselves this bad guy because they're drinking or eating. And it's like they want to feel so bad and beat themselves up and talk crap about themselves so they can get motivated to stop, stop drinking or stop eating crap, where in turn it actually makes things worse because you have you shame yourself and then you end up doing more of bad habits because you feel bad and it's just a bad cycle. It's a self-sabotage. So you have to change this. You have to start with loving yourself, coming from a place of love. You also don't want to just say, well, it's okay. It's it's okay. I did it because that's not self-love. That's actually being dismissive. 
When you are in the shame cycle, you cannot reasonably evaluate the situation. We drink and we eat because we continue to live in the shame cycle instead of loving yourself. I'll be honest with you, the thought of like cutting alcohol back or quitting drinking initially caused me a lot of fear. It's like, I just like, I couldn't imagine like, what am I going to do to relax or feel better? And the fear is a natural reaction to doing something new in your body. It's normal. Our brain is wired to keep doing the same thing, even if the results are not favorable to our body or how we feel. It's like these subconscious thoughts that are comfortable and your brain is using it to kind of make you feel better and give you the pleasure. Your brain prefers the unconscious short-term pleasures and usually a quick fix even though it feels like the solution, it's a quick solution to create pleasure. It's like sometimes, like, it feels like this internal conflict of fear of drinking and the fear of not drinking. It's like, which one is worse? (laughs) So how did I change the beliefs I have about drinking? How did I reprogram my brain? I'll have to say here, I did, this did not happen overnight. It was a process. I made a lot of mistakes, but one thing that I did, so instead of associating alcohol with the positive quick pleasures, such as, you know, it helps me unwind, it tastes good, or I'm not as fun when I'm not drinking, oh, it feels good, it relaxes me. It's fun when I go out on a date with my boyfriend. It feels good. It makes me feel tingly. So I used, took those positive thoughts about alcohol and I started associating alcohol with new thoughts, such as if I don't drink, I'll never get DUI. If I don't drink, I will not feel hungover the next day. If I don't drink, I will have more money because I'll be able to save money instead of spending it on wine. <laughs> And I will wake up full of energy if I don't drink and I'll feel good. I'll be able to go to the gym and I'm not going to overeat or have these carb cravings when I'm drinking, which always happens. I'll be able to get a good restful night of sleep and not have to wake up in the middle of the night like I normally do when I drink. I always wake up at three in the morning, thirsty and having to have to use the restroom and Another thing is like being able to remember things that you say the night before or the moments with your family and friends. So again, this requires practice, shifting your thoughts, letting those old sabotaging thoughts go and changing how we think about ourselves. So don't beat yourself up when you give in to temptation, whether it's food or alcohol Don't quit on yourself. Just keep going, keep learning, keep changing those thoughts. If you decide to continue drinking occasionally, make sure you plan it out, plan it ahead of time. If you don't have a plan, most likely you will give in to the urges and social pressure. Another way to help shift the mindset is to stop approaching alcohol from restriction, like Okay, like I can't drink for, I can't drink this weekend because I'm dieting. So you're like 
making it restrictive in a negative way. And restriction is just something we do. Restriction is just the choice you make. You're making a choice instead of, like, instead of, oftentimes what people do, they, people confuse the action of restriction with the feeling. So it's just something you do. It's a choice you make. Like, for example, I'll give you a simple example. Let's say you're married. You make a choice of restricting other people that you see on the street or, or some guy walking the street that you want to hump, right? It's a boundary you put on yourself. You make a choice because you know what will happen if you don't make that choice. And most likely, if you give in to the urges or temptations of other people, you know that your marriage will end and that will create guilt or more pain. So the same thing goes, even though it's not the same situation, but same thing goes with alcohol. Approach it from a source of, you know, I'm making this choice because I want to. So I don't know. I hope these tips were useful to you. DM me on Instagram. Let me know. Also share with me if there are any other things that you have used in order to reduce or completely stop alcohol. 